Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Oh my God. Hi, I had no idea that you were filming and or recording me at all. Okay, I'm obviously fucking kidding. We just really needed an intro, all right? Here's the thing. We want to do a fun take on the very chic, very trendy, that those videos that are like Vogue, get to know me. You know, we're like Kendall Jenner's just like trance, like what's the word I'm looking for? Not trancing. She's just like trolloping, galloping. What the fuck is the word? Producer Winnie, help me, please. To, oh, you're mic'd up today. I am. I do have a mic today. She's like just, just frolicking frolicking is not what i was looking for but we'll use it you guys are all screaming in your car it's like a word that starts with a t okay but kendall dinner's just like frolicking around her like million trillion dollar mansion and they're doing those funny things where they're like and what's your favorite food and she's like cucumbers and then she like keeps going anyways all this we said we wanted to do a take on that but like less chic because at the end of the day i am still in my living room i did put on a ball gown i did and she is cute um but yeah i have not seen i am not aware of any of these questions beforehand basically producer courtney is just um she was fielding them all she has them all set up and this will be the first time so this is raw and real as it gets um she is mic'd up though i wish you guys could see her we'll try to enter a little clip or something because she looks so cute with her headphones and her probably podcast mic so she will be asking me i know you guys hear me talk about producer courtney literally every episode but welcome to her voice hello hello uh, yes, yeah, so all so these cute. questions were submitted through the podcast page, so let's get started. What is your full name? My full name is Shannon Noel Ford. Noel is actually spelled N-O-E-L. A lot of people get that fucked up. A lot of people spell it N-O-E-L-L-E, which I think is like the way you're supposed to spell it for a name, but I got like born. I got born. <laughs> She's a country mouse. <laughs> I got born around Christmas time and my parents said um, it's going to be Noel like Christmas. And this is probably supposed to be like one of those like really quick rapid fire questions. What's your full name? Like we're at the DMV. But I have just one more other thing to say. So I technically, technically in the attic somewhere in Gilbert, South Carolina, I have a voided birth certificate because when I was actually born, my parents named me, ready? Deanna Bailey DeBose Ford. They were trying to my mom's side of the story is she was trying to make everyone in the family happy so that's like four different family names not deanna though i don't know where she got deanna and no shade any deanna's listening but it just doesn't really suit me i don't think so you know why it doesn't suit me if people called me deanna my whole life i'd be fine with it but you know deanna leads to like d you know what i mean like and imagine me a d like this like gangly little ginger growing up and everyone called her d d e e oh that is a fate that I'm glad I didn't have to ensue. But also, wasn't there some cartoon with uh, some laboratory and the mm-hmm. annoying sister's name was D? Dexter's Laboratory. Dexter's Dee Laboratory. Dee. Yep. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, my name was originally Deanna Bailey DeBose Ford, and they went back two days later. My mom says, and I quote, we just looked at how small you were, and I said, she's just too little to have all those big names. <laughs> my dad was like, well, it's already on the birth certificate. <laughs> and she was like, surely there's a way around it. And so thus they went back and said, we want to change her name to Shannon Noel Ford. Here I am. Noel spelled like Christmas. Continue. <laughs> Question number two was, sorry, three, were you named after anyone? Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. See, I always blow my load too soon. You're I good. really would be a bad guy. <laughs> I would just right away. Um, I was named after still. Okay. There's still an answer to this. Okay. My name is Shannon. Okay, obviously. And my grandfather's last name is Shannon. So my mom, we're going to take you down the Ford family, family tree. Ring. 
ding here we go okay so sharon k ford right that's my mom okay she well we're gonna take you on my mom's side of the family sure mom my mom has a mom and a dad okay they get divorced sad but it's okay and they both remarry my mom's mom remarries a doctor she's a nurse and she remarries a man named sam shannon my mom's dad my papa he remarries a woman named betty betty bailey I, I like also I feel like I hit the jackpot like Taylor Swift in the house because like I love the name Betty I love the name Bailey I love all the names but my mom's mom Patty she remarried to Sam Shannon and I was named Shannon so actually all my boy cousins in my life they all all of their last name is Shannon right because that was my mom's stepdad's name so nevertheless when we have family get-togethers and my grandma's last name right now is Shannon so I do have a family name for my first name and my grandfather uh Sam Shannon he is an amazing what was an amazing surgeon and doctor and yeah it's cool anytime I would like go you know get a pap smear or something people would be like are you Sam Shannon's granddaughter and I'd be like I am <laughs> I really am as my legs are in stirrups I am his little baby grandbaby <laughs> um anyways that's who I'm named after the rest is just Christmas Noel yeah him and Christmas and Christmas I'm named after him and fathered Christmas <laughs> how old are you I am 28 gonna be 29 on November 22nd what has been keeping you busy these days uh dating someone that fucking doesn't live here okay <laughs> that has kept me just on the go and this podcast this podcast has kept me very busy and I love that what are your favorite things to do when you have extra free time um, I really enjoy drinking with my friends while we're having good conversation and it feels nice outside and there's no mosquitoes and the sun's shining but not on me and we there's ice in my drink. Very specific. Thank you. I love it. Is there anything that you wish you had more time for? Yes. I wish I had more time to tell myself that you don't have time to just scroll on TikTok all the time. I wish I had more time for like self-discipline. I could probably make time. I should try to make time. What's your favorite way to relax after a long day? I really, really like to, I try to because honestly, like stimulation from a phone is not relaxing to me. Although I like to think that laying there with the double chin, watching TikToks is relaxing. It's low key not. I really like binging Netflix series, but it's hard. You got to find a good one. You got to find one that you're like really obsessed with. What's something you're currently obsessed with? Okay. Um, there is this show, The Crown. This is before James. I loved the show, The Crown. And I'm re-watching it because I'm preparing myself for the next season that's coming out. So I'm currently re-obsessed with The Crown. What's one thing that you own that you really cherish? My pretzel ring. I'm not wearing it right now. I left it at Taylor's house because I got drunk and took it off in her child's bathroom. I swear I cherish it. <laughs> Uh, but it was my Mimi's and she yeah there's a really cool story attached to it that I can tell another time or you can see on my Instagram but my pretzel ring what's one thing that you couldn't live without one thing I couldn't live without my cell phone tbh just like I could come up with a way cooler fucking answer but let's be honest <laughs> what's your favorite hobby I like writing and I and I don't mean it in the most technical way like I don't mean like I sit down and like write poems although sometimes I do although I swear I really think the raps I think they have a melody behind them every time I write them. But like I'm always writing like concepts for the podcast or I'm I'm drafting like long form like ideas or just poems or raps. And I just I really like writing. What's a hobby that you'd like to pick up? Oh, my God. Any sport. Like I wish I could do fucking any sport. Anything specific? Mm. If you could pick one. If I could pick a sport, like something fucking cool on the water. Like I am mm. always on the water and I have every opportunity and I have a boat to like do a fucking cool water sport. And I'm always just like, mm, that's crazy. I can't do that. Like wakeboarding. Have you ever done that? I have tried. wake. I, I used to be good at wake surfing. Mm -hmm. Okay at it. Like I would love to get like the idea of wakeboarding. I don't like my feet trapped in something because it also takes longer to like get back up and start over again and all that jazz. Like I, I would really like to get really good at wake surfing. I think that's cool. And you just like look so hot. Yeah. That'd be I a cool mean, one. That'd be cool. How would you describe yourself in three words? Hate this question. Um, okay. It's like, tell us something funny about you. Tell us a fun fact. Okay. Three words. Mm -hmm. It's a tough one. Fun. I really, I thought, I know it doesn't sound like I put a lot of thought into that, but like I am fucking fun, okay? And caring, people pleasers anonymous, I am fucking 
too caring sometimes about others thoughts feelings everything about it but it's also good that i'm caring chaotic i was gonna give myself like driven or something like that but no it's fucking chaotic it's fun caring and chaotic do you agree i, I can concur she concurs so, so these are some questions about your phone so you might need to grab it mm. so one thing about me i'm literally always hungry but one more thing that's like a proven fact about me is I just don't like to cook. I know that makes me like way less cool, but I'm just too lazy for it. I know that some of you guys find cooking like relaxing, like it's an escape, but not this girly pop. Okay. I want to eat good food. I want to eat fresh food, but I do not want to have to cook it. So the issue is though, is I'm really trying, I'm trying to be better with my money and I'm trying, it's hard, but I'm trying to eat out less. So what's the solution? Factor. Let me tell y'all, it is literally bomb. It allows me to plan ahead when I know that I'll be on the go traveling, don't want to fill my fridge with a bunch of lettuce or groceries that we all know will inevitably go unused. You know what I'm talking about? That little bag of spinach that we all have grand plans for, poor thing, and it just sits there unused and sad. But the best part about Factor, it's delicious. They are a ready-to-eat meal delivery program that does all the shopping, the prep, and the cooking, my least favorite part, for you. I live alone. Like, I just want to eat good food and then throw it away. Factor cuts out all the mess with the pots, the pans, the cleaning. The meals are chef-crafted, so they legit taste amazing. And they're also dietitian approved so you know you're getting the good stuff, the fresh stuff. It's literally never, ever frozen. And they got options, honey. Whether you're vegan, vegetarian, keto, or just trying to stay calorie smart, you'll have over 34 meals per week to choose from. And the second best part, they heat up in two minutes. Like actually it was just two minutes. So that was so nice for me. And they taste like you just sat down at a nice restaurant. They also have smoothie options. I've dabbled. I like them a lot. The mango one's for sure my favorite out of all of them. Factors also flexible, which is great because y'all know I'd be traveling. You could change your order up every week if you want to. You could go from plans ranging from four to 18 meals per week, or you can even pause or reschedule delivery anytime. And we love that. If y'all want to try Factor and have some of these scrumptious meals, head to go.factor75.com slash probably 60 and use code probably 60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code probably 60 at go.factor dot factor 75.com slash probably 60 and you guys are going to get 60 percent off your first box and it is so good what are your top five most used emojis okay let's see okay so it's a heart it's the emoji where they look like there's a lot of speculation about this one but i think it's like sentimental like oh it's like the little like glossy eyes where they're like oh and crying laughing face which i know makes me chuggy i know um and then I, this one is in there, which I do feel like I use a lot. It's the American flag. <laughs> I don't know why that's in there, but America. And um, one that I use all the time is the angel emoji. I use it in the way it's like with the halo. I use it every time I ask for a favor. Every time I ask anywhere, I'm like, please. I put like an angel emoji or like if I were to text James and be like, um, I had such a good night. I put the angel emoji like mm. it's like my version of like a like that anyways yeah those aren't that interesting some interesting ones i have in here is a bottle of lotion a bag of money a christmas tree um for some reason a carrot sometimes random ones pop up there yeah do you get maybe that? i just like recently used them like a typewriter i was like i've never used it. <laughs> like a typewriter emoji before fuck a typewriter that's what i have cool uh who are you who are your favorites in your contacts in your phone oh okay let's see favorites mom dad Taylor, Anna Grace, FaceTime. That's important to note. All the rest <laughs> are audio calls. Yeah. James, FaceTime. <laughs> That's funny. How many unread text messages do you have right now? Sheesh. 28. That's not bad. No, it's not that bad. There's probably a group chat that's like, you know, 17 would erase if I opened it. Oh, yeah. How many photos do you have? Ooh, let's see. 86,117. Do you think that's a lot? Yeah, I'm at like 60,000 and I thought I, I usually beat people when they ask. What's wild is like I I should truly, I always do it when I don't have Wi-Fi on a plane. I'll like go through and delete dumb shit. The first thing I do is click on the screenshots album mm -hmm. and I just like go through. It's usually just like a plethora of people I don't like that I've been screenshotting to Taylor. <laughs> Bad karma. All right. So some social media questions. If you could change one thing about social media, what would it be? If I could change one thing about social media, it would... Okay, I've got a deep answer and I've got a surface level answer. Why the fuck can't Instagram just take off that feature where you can where it says seen? Take that off. Nobody wants that. Take that the take that take that the fuck off. Nobody wants the messages to say seen. It's an option on text, red receipts. Take that shit the fuck off. Okay. 
that's my thoughts on that otherwise social media um okay you know what i wish i really truly wish think about all the fucking shit this would cure all of it i wish that you could absolutely not remain anonymous from an account on instagram I wish that if you wanted an anonymous account for your business or like, I don't know, a fucking a Demois account or whatever that thing is, I wish you had to like submit a form, explain why you want to remain anonymous, attach your actual name and whatever proof that you have another Instagram and say like, I want my privacy hidden, but this is my anonymous account without my actual name on it for this reason. Because there's totally reasons you should have one. But like, I wish it was not so easy to create them. I think it would solve just like, it would solve a lot of like maybe even mental health issues. Not, not, you know, all of them, but like a, there's a chunk out there that is for sure because of people having anonymous troll accounts. So I wish that that was just not a thing. I'm actually shocked. I know there's like a freedom of speech issue that kind of comes to play there, but like, I wish there was a way to, to kind of er eradicate that like in some way or, or they could like crack down on it. I don't know. What are your dream brands to work with? Duke's mayonnaise. Noted some sort of tequila that's like good i like a lot of tequilas i'm not like this is my favorite tequila but like i would love to work you know a bitch has got to get her bag so if a tequila company reaches out to me most likely i will work with them but like i would love to get a partnership it doesn't even have to be super 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 paid i would just love to like be affiliated with a bomb ass cool tequila brand that i really like stood behind and thought like this is cool this is what i always drink i fucking love this but yeah duke's mayonnaise and tequila is probably that the people do want to know your favorite tequila. My favorite tequila. Okay, so I'll I'll go down this list, and this is a great answer because I have like a tequila that I think you should buy if you're having a party. That's like not super expensive. That you could buy like a good quantity of it to have a party to make a bunch of mixed drinks to take shots of. It tastes great as long as it's chilled. Um, Milagro. It's like this very tall, skinny blue bottle. And then if I were to just have a tequila at my house that I personally make a mixed drink with, I do enjoy Casamigos Blanco. I like that. Um, this is not at all. I did not want to buy the hype. I didn't want to buy it. I wanted to, to really just say oh, another celebrity brand, but 818, it's a good tequila. It's a really good tequila, but you know, it's not super, it's not super affordable. So it's not, on, it's not in the realm of like, you know, just, just have for parties or for friends. So like, I would say that's what I have at my house when I make a mixed drink. But if we're talking like my favorite tequilas, my favorite tequilas would be Clase Azul Reposado. And if I'm taking a shot at a bar, I generally hope that they have um, Don Julio Blanco. And then that's great. Those are, that's my breakdown of tequilas. What's your go-to Starbucks order? Well... It is motherfucking Christmas time. So for the past three days, I have gotten, I'm a hoe for Starbucks. You know, I want to be cooler. I want to be cooler. I'm not. I'm fucking not. I fucking love Starbucks. It's an experience for me. I go there and it's literally like a moment that I, if the drive through line is short, sometimes I'm upset because I enjoy the experience of kind of waiting, just kind of mulling through my day. It's like my me time, okay? And right now I'm getting a uh, peppermint mocha grande with almond milk, no whip, and I'm taking away some of the mocha syrup because it's really sugary. So I say four pumps of peppermint, one pump of mocha. So that's my go-to order right now. Otherwise, this is going to be unappealing to you guys, but I get a Pike Place, which is just black coffee with splash cream. What's your biggest pet peeve? My biggest pet peeve is know-it-alls. Like, you don't know it all. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, you don't know it all. So don't be a know-it-all. And um, slow walkers. Oof, mm. I hate it. Get the fuck out of the way. Get the fuck out of the way. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm also like everyone says I'm like the fastest walker ever. And I don't know why I am, but get the fuck out of the way if you're a slow walker. Okay, let's talk about the hair mask that went absolutely viral and for honestly a very good reason too. K18 is bringing you straight up into the future of hair care with their leave-in molecular repair hair mask that reverses damage to those luscious or honestly maybe not so luscious locks in just four minutes. Now those of you who have been following me for a while know that I literally had hair extensions for 11 years. 
I had hundreds of individual hair extensions glued into my head, and honestly, they caused a lot of damage, obviously. I finally decided enough is enough. I want to take out my weave, and I said it's time to get this head of hair healthy. I tried literally so many things, and nothing quite works like K18's hair mask. Now, a lot of hair products, honestly, I feel like just cover up damage, but K18 is clinically proven to break through and repair damage on all hair types. We're talking damage from bleach and color, chemical services, and of course, the thing that we love to hate the most, heat on our hair. Now, I am no stranger to heat damage, and I'm always trying to reverse the effects of all my hot tools. The secret sauce that I feel like they're working with in K18 is their patented K18 peptide, which legit took them 10 years to create and involves a whole lot of really cool bioscience research. The leave-in mask is very easy to work into your schedule because it's like only four minutes and ain't nobody trying to sit around with a product on your head for half an hour. It doesn't take a long time, making it stress-free to add to your routine, and you can really see a difference. It's made my hair stronger, softer, smoother, and helps to reverse daily damage we all unfortunately do keep doing to our hair. Even better, the K18 Leave-In Molecular Repair Hair Mask is available at Sephora and Sephora.com. And I know y'all be shopping there anyways. So walk your little booties into Sephora or log into Sephora.com and grab your K18 hair mask today and bring some life back into your hair, baby. What's your biggest insecurity? My biggest insecurity? Um, okay, I've got like a surface level one. Like overall, I, I like it's not like I dislike my skin tone. Like, I know I should really embrace it. And I tell Taylor all the time because Taylor has predicted and been correct about everything in my life that I should do less of. She's like, you don't need those lash extensions. And I'm like, I literally, you're sweet. Because also Taylor's like this naturally, beautifully tan, gorgeous girl, right? So I'm like, you're not allowed to tell me what I need, you little Hawaiian bitch. You're fucking hot all the time. But truly, like, I, I look back at photos of me with lash extensions and I'm like, oh my gosh, if you're listening, you have lash extensions. I'm sure you were doing them better than me. But like, I just like, the, I didn't keep up with them and they were just not the vibe. And I'm like, God, she was so right. She used to say to me, one day when you give birth and there's a photo of you and you're laying in bed and you're looking at your baby and you literally just gave birth and you have like sweaty hair. Are you going to want those big ass lash extensions in your photos? And I was like, oh my God, no. And she was like, okay. And then extensions in my hair. She always said like, you should, you don't need extensions. You don't need extensions in your hair. What are you talking about? And then I got rid of them and I'm like, why did I ever have those? So I will say I cannot think of a time where I won't want to be tan. And I like really, I know I should really embrace like my pale skin, which is like that color <laughs> right here. But I, I just really like being tan. I just feel like I look sexier. I feel better in my clothes. I don't know. I just like, like being tan. So I think if I had to say an insecurity surface level wise, just looks wise, I think it would be like, I don't feel like myself when I'm not tan. I don't, I don't like, I don't like the way I look when I'm pale. And I don't, I don't like, I'm not the girl that buys pale makeup for the winter and then like buys a different shade for when she's like tan in the summer and has a spray tan. Like I would have to go buy a whole new shebang. You know what I mean? Like I don't even, I don't even prep for not being tan. She's always tan. So I would assume based on all of that, that has got to be an insecurity of mine. Um, and then outside of surface level, an insecurity I have is I know I, I like, I know I interrupt people and I know. I must sometimes come across like I, I think I'm like what I have to say is more important. But deep down in my heart, I, I truly don't think I'm more important or what I have to say is more important. But I'm like subconsciously, I must think that. So that's fucked up. So I'm like always self-conscious that I'm like not, you know, a, a good a good listener, a good friend, a good interviewer, like an insecurity I have all the time is like, am I like doing this right in my friendships, in my relationships? in my job podcasting like I'm sure if you're you know a nice person you're like you do it great but like that's an insecurity that I'm always like Shannon you have got to shut the fuck up and I work on it I know you're not gonna believe me but I work on it every day every day I try to like listen more talk less so that's probably an insecurity what's something you love about yourself something I love about myself I love my ability to make any really shitty, annoying situation somehow like, okay, I'm not going to say I can make any situation fun. I make most shitty situations fun somehow when, when there's other people involved, but like, okay, like first of all, like my reaction to dropping a glass and it shattering and someone brought this up one time, one of my good friends, she was like, it's so funny. Anytime you drop something, do something bad. Most people are like, fuck, are you fucking serious? She's like, you always go, cool, 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 cool. Love that. This is so fun. What a beautiful day to be alive. And like, yes, I'm being sarcastic and I'm like annoyed as fuck that I just shattered glass. But she's like, even little things like that. You're just like, cool, 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 cool. Love it, love it, love it. Life is good, isn't it? And I do. I think like, 
the phrase like don't cry over spilt milk like I'm able to like be like this is not that serious anything in life I'm like I can find heaven forbid or god bless whatever the fuck phrase that's definitely an insecurity of mine why can I never figure out what the fuck word or phrase I'm trying to think of no but like I can always thank god find the silver lining I really can I'm I'm like the pro at finding a silver lining which I think makes me a really good friend so I love that about myself I think it makes me a good girlfriend I think it makes me a good sister a good daughter because like when my friends come to me to vent about something I can always fine and not in an obnoxious way not in a well you should be glad your cat died because at least I'm like no I, I just like I feel like I'm really good at explaining to them like finding a way to like bring it back around to being happy I like that about myself I love that thanks if you had a superpower what would it be if I could have a superpower or if I yeah like what would I pick yeah like if you could pick one what would you pick flying that'd be a good like one. transporting whatever that one yeah teleporting yeah teleporting because mm -hmm. like and i'm not just talking about obviously i would love it because i date someone that doesn't live here but like i would love it to like go to the fucking grocery store i i, I am mm -hmm. such a twat with with little nuances and errands i just i'm like oh my god but i gotta drive there i gotta walk there i would love to just be there time would just go by everything would be better if you were an animal what would you be and why um one of my favorite people that ever answered this questions was reagan on very cavalry <laughs> they asked all of us none of us made the cut by the way because none of us had funny answers and she like dead ass was like a beached whale and she was so serious she's like i just like to lay i just like to hang out get some sun <laughs> i was like i fucking love you what animal would i be um shit i'd probably be okay i'm trying to think of an annoying animal that's also endearing meerkat Mm, yeah like someone that's always like do 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 but you're like shut the fuck up or like sit down like relax but you're also like oh yeah, fun cute, cute. Yeah. maybe like what's whatever is like annoying but like endearing but you're like you kind of fuck with it yeah what's your favorite current fashion trend my favorite current fashion trend oh i really like corsets I, like I, not like the ones that suck you in and do the whole thing but like i like the ones that are like sexy because you can wear a big pair of baggy jeans i like any situation where i can wear a big pair of baggy jeans and then wear a tiny little top on top of it i like that what's your least favorite fashion trend low-rise jeans mm -hmm. get those the fuck out of here no i don't i don't approve of the messaging at all how many pairs of shoes do you think you have i'm good at getting rid of shoes i don't use anymore but <laughs> i don't know like 40 pairs 35 pairs it's probably not 40. I'm going to count. I'm going to count after this. We're going to put a little, it's like the jar of marbles. They make you guess. I'm going to say 35 pairs, but I'm definitely forgetting about like flats and all that. I'm thinking of like heels. Okay. No, I definitely have 40 pairs of shoes. Yeah. 40. Yeah. What's your biggest designer purchase regret? Oh my God. The list goes on and on. Like literally being new money like me, being like a trashy new money hoe is it's tough because you look back and you're just always going to have regrets um including but not limited to just like stupid shit like um let's say like gucci dice like i bought this for christmas i thought that was fun it was so stupid um i like dice like dice game like a dice game my parents were like the dice game we play has six dice and you just bought one with five i was like okay so they're just sitting in my apartment somewhere in new york um definitely like there's there's purses galore that i regret that i'm like you didn't need that that was so stupid there's this fendi purse it's like mink fur like it's blue it's so stupid I, I, I it's really dumb and then like some luggage pieces like duffels that i'm like why did i buy that there's there the list motherfucking goes on and on because i just yeah it was definitely in a phase where i just like bought anything designer what's a good movie you've watched lately oh i watched um wedding crashers i'd never seen it i know you look so a fun fact about me is i've seen no movies ever name a movie i haven't seen it what's your favorite movie of all time my big fat greek wedding Ompa, you don't eat meat you don't eat meat that's okay i make lamb i like i literally could quote from start to finish i made james well when james come came to the beach with my family and i we <laughs> we turned on my big fat greek wedding and like james you could tell was just like this is really endearing and sweet, but like you guys <laughs> got to chill because like we knew every single word. Like we, I love my big fat Greek wedding. I love it. If you could live in any TV show, what would it be? Mm, if I could live in a TV show, like I low key want to say Lizzie McGuire. 
Mm, that would be a great choice. Just feel like that's a vibe. Yeah. Like, and and if I could be myself, me, Shannon, in Lizzie McGuire, because poor Lizzie, she was always just feeling a little insecure and a little self-conscious. And then like cartoon Lizzie was always like, bitch, shut the fuck up. You're cooler than this. Be better. But like, if I could be myself in Lizzie McGuire, I'd kind of fuck with it. Yeah. There were no iconic redheads in Lizzie McGuire. Oh my God. Yeah. First of all, we should definitely talk about that. We should bring that up. What's your favorite food? Like cuisine? Like if you could eat any meal, like what would your, what's your favorite like meal? My favorite meal is like a bowl of a bunch of things mixed together. Mm-hmm. Like I love a bowl. I love it. And that could be a rice bowl. That could be a salad. That could be anything where everything just goes like and you just like mix it all together. They say there's like two types of people in this world. Like someone that like gets a Chipotle bowl and they like, you know, eat bite by bite by bite and they like grab stuff and eat bite by bite and then there's me who literally prays for like a plastic top to go on top so I can just be like and just fucking shake it until everything's mixed together and it all tastes the same I love it that's why I love Thanksgiving I just mix it all it's a great one what's your favorite meal to cook like if you're having people over my favorite meal to cook if I'm having people over okay I make a fucking mean rack of ribs I have this family mm. recipe it's bourbon apple butter ribs and I do that with like some potatoes and veggies on the side and it fucking slaps I'm just a, I'm just a country mouse you guys I just fucking whip up ribs all the time no big deal what would your death row meal be mm, chicken pot pie a good chicken pot pie yeah what's your favorite kind of ice cream uh, for the longest time in my life I was obsessed obsessed with coffee ice cream like ate it my whole childhood and then my mom would always be like you're so fucking weird like I'd be like nine like I want the coffee flavor she's like what um but now I really gravitate towards like fruit ones like I like like fruit flavored ice creams is there anything that you refuse to eat like won't touch it won't fuck with it I am truly the least pickiest eater ever I will eat anything if it is served to me nine times out of ten I fucking love it and then the one time I don't I'll definitely still eat it I'm not the girl that's like, I don't eat that. I'm so sorry. I will never say no to literally anything. I will put anything in my mouth, anything. But if I had to say something that I just like really don't like that, I think a lot of unpopular opinion, maybe like a lot of people like these. I really don't like eggs Benedict. I love English muffins. I love, love poached eggs. Maybe it's the hollandaise sauce. I don't like the concept or really eating um, eggs Benedict. And I'm a big brunch girly pop. So it's really hard when everyone wants a Benedict. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't want that. So I always order something else. Well, with holidays coming up, we know exactly what that means. Stress. I know we all wish for holidays to be exactly what they're meant for, a vacation. But honestly, we all know nine times out of ten, they ain't. Between shopping for gifts, conversations at the dinner table that you don't feel like having, or the dreaded uncle who just won't shut up. I know I can speak for others when I say I just need to mellow out. So what do I reach for? Dad grass. And no, I don't mean my father's actual grass, although he does actually always have that on hand. I'm talking about the brand of CBD pre-rolled joints by a company that I am now obsessed with, Dad grass. The thing about Dad grass is it doesn't get you too high. Like when did we shift to this world where the only weed that we can get our hands on sends us to the damn moon? Me personally, I hate being too high. I feel like tons of people listening to this podcast have had a similar situation or can recall a time where they just got way too high and it's miserable. I legit started being afraid to smoke because weed is just too dangerous of a game for me. But that's what I love about Dadgrass. They are reviving the pleasure of the casual smoke so we can just chill. And also, if you aren't into smoking, they've got tinctures, which is like this nice little drop situation, or fast-acting gummies. Oh, and also, how cool is this? They even have a CBD dog bone option for your favorite little furry friends, which is great because Abby knows a lot of people with a lot of anxious pups, especially around the holidays when they're traveling to and fro all over to different houses. So, tis the season to indulge without getting so high that you go to the freaking moon. It's 100% legal, organic pre-rolled CBD hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Very low in THC and high in CBD so that you can enjoy the effects while still maintaining a clear head. Chill out without getting super stoned. All Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. Right now, Dadgrass is offering probably podcast listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com probably. That's dadgrass.com slash probably for 20% off your first order. I just have to let you know that this was the first question that came into the question box. The very first one. The very first one we got. Why is Duke's mayonnaise better than Hellman's? Bitch. Like, the podcast, we, we're at 30 minutes now. You know what I mean? Like, we can't, I can't keep you guys here all day. 
I think Duke's is just so perfect because it doesn't taste artificial. And it might be. And I'm it's that's neither here nor there. Okay. I'm not going down the ingredients list of this. I don't want to. I I shan't. I shan't do that. But Hellman's just tastes like no matter if it was just made by the Hellman's president of Hellman's Incorporation and it was plated beautifully and handed to me, it just tastes like it came out of a packet. You know what I mean? Like Hellman's always tastes like it came out of some little packet that's been sitting in the fucking box, like the, the concession stand of a baseball game. Hellman's always tastes like that. Duke's? Duke's tastes like it was made with love. Duke's tastes like your mom just gave it to you. Duke's tastes like you just came home and your mom had a tomato sandwich waiting for you with salt, pepper, tomatoes, and mayonnaise. Duke's mayonnaise. And Hellman's just tastes like, yeah, concession stand packets always to me. Personally, that's my take. This transition is now to more deep questions. Okay. <laughs> from the from, mayonnaise from, to life questions. From mayonnaise to life. What's your first memory that you have? It's odd. I've thought about this before because I was really fixated on learning in psychology in high school that you don't really have memories until age like three and a half to four, which if you think about it, like my goddaughter who I've poured my blood, sweat, heart and tears into literally is just now remembering things. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. But like you don't remember things till that age. So um, I have this memory and I've asked my mom uh, how old I was and she's like, you were like three and a half. She's like, you were like four. And I'm like, okay, so this is for sure real. I didn't like just come up with it or hear stories about it. But I'm like young and I'm wearing a big t-shirt to sleep. And uh, the vents in our house, we lived in this tiny house. It was before we moved to the, we moved to the double wide in, um, on the lake when I was five. So we lived in this house in the middle of Columbia, South Carolina. And the vents were on the floor and it was around Christmas time and I had my shirt pulled over the vent to get heat. And my dad was telling me like, don't you want to open presents? And I was like, no, I'm so cold. I want to put my, and they were like laughing. It was like a really happy memory. I was just always like so happy. And me, my, me and my sister shared a room and her bed was like against the window. And I remember I always wanted the bed by the window. Those are like my only memories I have from that house and from like that age. What's your most embarrassing memory? God. I should have this like on deck. Um, okay, I just thought of one randomly. This can't possibly be my most embarrassing memory. I, in my life, in my lifetime, I have done some absolutely horrific things. Okay, CC Halloween f- photography. Okay, but like I'm trying to think of like my most embarrassing thing. Oh, sorry, I'm trying to think of something that just came to mind right now, and that would be, I was in LA. I was um dressed up to go somewhere and we were going to a brunch before no one else was really dressed up I was way too overdressed to be at this um this restaurant called Elefante and um yeah it's a great restaurant but like I was like in heels and like a tiny little dress and I just like immediately felt kind of silly because it was like a Sunday Santa Monica vibe where everyone's just like chill and um I ate shit ate shit to the point that like you can't even imagine like like cartoon style, like zoom, like slipped and fell, head hit the back of the ground, whatever. It was just like so embarrassing, fell to my knees, whatever, however you want to say it. My head didn't hit the ground. That's too dramatic. But like I fell to my knees and knees hit the ground. And everyone in that restaurant, everyone who was probably already like, look at this dumb bitch in her fucking cocktail dressing heels coming to Sunday brunch. Everyone turned and looked at me. And that's not the, I know that's what you're going to think is the embarrassing part, but that's not embarrassing. For whatever reason, I thought in that moment that it would be less embarrassing if I if I turned and looked at everyone to like all the tables like were around a circle, like there was like a circle of tables around me, one, two, three, and I individually looked at each table because also they were kind of like, oh my God, laughing, kind of snickering, whatever. I looked at one the one table and I was like, don't worry, I'm fine. And then I turned to the other table and I was like, I just fell. People fall all the time. I'm fine. And then I turned to the third table and I was like, I know what you're thinking. This bitch just fell, but I'm fine. Like, I think back to that moment and I'm like, stand the fuck up and walk away. Like you were leaving the restaurant. Like you were such a creepy, weird girl. Like, why did you do that? That's so weird. They were probably all like, cool. Especially the first table I talked to that then watched me talk to two other tables. They're probably like, this bitch is literally on drugs, which I wasn't. I was, that was just, that is so, that haunts me. That was so embarrassing. Why did I do that? (laughs) It's just get fall, get up, be like, I'm good. And walk the fuck out of the restaurant. Okay, bitch. Don't do that. You're so weird. What's one piece of advice you would give to your 18 year old self? He does not like you. Get over it. 
she does not want to be your friend get the fuck over it i tried so hard so hard to make people like me when i was 18 and they just didn't like me and i was like fixated on trying to make them like me more men friendships way more girls than guys and i wish someone just shook me and was like oh my god they think you're so fucking annoying and then let me be like why 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 and then said there's no reason they just think you're fucking annoying stop and i'm like oh that's brutal but okay who do you look up to most Hmm. different people for different reasons that's hard i definitely like i look up to my mom a ton in the sense of like family like i like i want to have the core values that she has like i want to have that so badly in my family i look up to one of my best friends taylor all the time and just like her her way of just truly believing that you should be yourself like at all times and if you aren't like what the fuck are you doing which i know you guys are like you're the queen of that but like she really is like anytime i want to like make someone feel better or i'm like i don't know what to say so i think i'm gonna say this she's like why would you do that just say the truth and i'm like yeah that's a good point because i'm always like afraid to hurt people's feelings and she's like just be honest you're an adult i'm like okay true but a lot of people i'd have to come back to that that's like a deeper question i feel like i need to i need to think about that one more that one's hard on the spot we'll circle back okay what's your biggest fear losing people i love yeah i've like i've lost some grandparents which is very hard and it continues to be hard always when I think about them. But like, you know, I've not lost like a friend, a mother or father, a sibling, a boyfriend or a husband or anything like those things like rock me to my core to even think about. That is like my biggest fear. When you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a, um, a news broadcaster, which is funny, but like I wanted to like do like sport, like I thought like sports broadcasting or like the news, like the today at news 27 like i did like always want to do that my whole life what was the first concert you went to kenny chesney i got sick halfway through and we left <laughs> great memory great memes but it was kenny chesney what's your love language physical touch yeah i really like like just like even like like it doesn't have i don't mean it's actually like a hand on the knee a hand on the shoulder like something like if a guy came over to you and like like rubbed your arm like that would just make me really happy mm-hmm what's the biggest red flag you've seen while dating um communication like like the lack of communication that they talk to you all day for five hours one day facetime you and then the next day you're like oh my god you're telling all your girlfriends like this happened with funny guy i'm like we just facetime for five hours they're like wait what he loves you i'm like we're literally in love and then i don't hear from him for three days and then i come up with all these reasons that they like they're busy they're this or this if a guy wants to talk to you he's gonna fucking talk to you so that's a red flag what's the best gift you've ever received Oh, recently, like two years ago, my mom was like, I don't know what to get you because you get yourself everything that you want at any given moment. I'm like, that is a good point. Um, My mom gave me this heating pad that I always used. That was hers. It had this like silk cover. It was like back when people made covers for heating pads to slip into. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it has her monogram on it because she had it when she was younger. So it's her maiden name monogram too. So it's like Sharon K. Bailey. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I always it's like the pinnacle of my childhood it's like the the first time I had my period when I was younger to like being sick to like just being cold just like anything like that was that was like what I my mom would be like go grab my heating pad and she gave it to me and like I was just like it was one of those things where I was like you like you couldn't you could have bought me a house and I wouldn't have loved it as much as this like I just Mm -hmm. loved that what gift are you most proud of giving to someone else Hmm. I was gonna say about my parents a jet ski and they did love it. And normally I get my parents stuff and they're like, oh my God, stop. No, stop spending money. Save your money. Stop doing that. Blah, blah, blah. Like, take that back. What are you doing? We don't need that. I got on the jet ski and they were like, really? For us? This is amazing. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's not that's not the, the most special. What was the question? The most special, the most proud of? Yeah. What are you most proud most of? Most proud really? of. Yeah. So I, I wish I was wearing it. I normally always wear it. Um, I basically just stole this necklace from my dad that he always wore when we were growing up he got it in the 80s it was like this big gold coin necklace and it's like on this like rope chain he always I have so many memories of him wearing it but like you know trends change my dad doesn't wear like big gold chains anymore but alas you know now our generation loves big gold chains and necklaces obviously so I wanted it from him and I asked him for it and he was like no no no, you're gonna lose it because I was like young and I did lose shit at that time and I was like, I promise I won't. I promise I won't. And I did. I kept it the whole time I was in Nashville. I've lived here for eight years now. And it's become obviously like a very important piece of jewelry of mine and never lost it. But one time my sister said to me like, 
what if I had wanted that? Like, cause I, I didn't actually like say like, can I have this? I just asked my dad if I could like wear it. And then it just turned into one of these things where it's like forever mine now. And my sister was like, you know, like what if I had wanted that from dad? And I was like, well, I don't fucking know. Tough titties. But I went to a jeweler and had my sister's not as like, like a uh, flashy as I am with jewelry and stuff like that. And she, I, I remember saying to her, you would never fucking wear this. It's too big and gaudy. Cause it's like this big gold coin from the eighties. And she was like, whatever, what if I still wanted it? And so I went to this jeweler, jeweler and had the exact coin, same year, same everything perfectly made, but it was a smaller version, like a, like a way more dainty, cool version and put on the same kind of rope chain. And I gave that to her for Christmas and said, you're right. Like, you know, technically it's not fair that I took this from dad. So I made you a replica that's from the same year, same everything, but it's, you know, cooler and smaller. And she was like, I fucking love that. And it was really nice. Yeah. That's so thoughtful. What is the most important characteristic you look for in a friend? Loyalty. Oh, you just can't find it anymore. Do you have any hidden talents? Oh, I just said the other day, I should say that's my hidden talent. When people ask me, fuck, what was it? What was it? What was it? Burping the alphabet. That's so weird. That that must be. Is that I, what it was? No. Oh. I just, when people are like hidden talent, I think of that. Mm-hmm. Or like I can make a frog noise. Like some yeah. stupid shit like that. Noises are very common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, some, someone the other day was like, I didn't realize you could do that. And I was like, yeah, it's my hidden talent, I guess. Fuck. Forgetting shit. It's definitely a talent that's not hidden for mm-hmm. me. Um, I mean, we all know I can sing head, shoulders, knees, and toes in Japanese. Yeah. If people ask me for an icebreaker, like a stupid corp. Oh my God. Excuse me. Um, if people ask me for like a corporate job, icebreaker, dumb shit, where it's like, what's one thing we don't know about you? I always say like, I can sing head, shoulders, knees, and toes in Japanese. If you didn't live in Nashville, where would you live? Me, I'm like, London. <laughs> no. Um, well, I think maybe like if you didn't initially move to Nashville. Okay. If I didn't initially move to Nashville, where would I be living right now? Like, I think I would have probably moved to Charlotte or Greenville. Those are Greenville's in South Carolina, Charlotte's in North Carolina, um, and or maybe Charleston. But I don't know if I would have like been able to do what I do now in Charleston. I would have definitely stayed close to home. I love home. I love South Carolina. I love all mm-hmm. those places. So like I think I would have when I moved to Nashville, I've said this before, but it was not Nashville. Everyone was like, why the fuck are you moving there? So, I mean, it was it was very random and weird that I just moved to Nashville. So I think that would have been the next step somewhere else, like cooler and bigger in South Carolina. If someone would give you a code name, what do you think it would be? If they liked me? Yeah, like if they were talking about you on their podcast and they had to give you an oh, undercover oh, code oh. name. Oh, if they were part of like, if I was a witness protection program in yeah. their podcast. But I'd probably be like, obviously, so we know th- about code names. It can't be obvious. I wouldn't be like the ginger. Would I be funny girl? No, that's too <laughs> egotistical. What would I be? Courtney, what do you think I would be? Mm, yeah, it can't have to do with the hair. That's it can't just do such th- a giveaway. Easy. I'm like, what would my code name be? Is there is there a reference like how I gave Bridgerton one? Like, is there a movie, a show? No, but that would also probably just Bridgerton. So it's based on his looks. Damn. Yeah. We've had funny guy. We've had autumn titties. People can leave comments on the YouTube video what they think your code name would yeah, be. Yeah, guys, what's my code name? <laughs> Please tell me what my code name is. What do you have left on your bucket list? I really want to go to fucking Greece. I know that's not a big one, but I really want to do that. I also really want to. Um, oh, let me tell you something. Me has had opportunities to go to Paris. Okay, I have and have not gone to Paris because I have always said this is something I've always said. I said, I'm not going to go to Paris on a girl ship, although I probably fucking should be better. But I'm always like, I want to go to Paris with a boy that I'm like obsessed with. Like a boy, I've always said like a boy that I love, a boy that I like so much. But I, I want to do Paris like with a with someone I just like can't get enough of. Right. Cue me dating a guy that I can't get enough of. He lives a train ride away from Paris. He's like, it's so overrated. So stupid. Why would you want to go to Paris? Ugh, we're not going to Paris. Babe, I'll take you anywhere. But why do you want to go to Paris? I'm like, Da-da. it's what I want to do. <laughs> it's I have not gone to Paris so many times because I'm saving Paris for you. He's like, mm, you don't want to go. <laughs> like I do. Actually, he's really sweet. He's like, we'll go to Paris. I'll take you to Paris. But you could just tell it's like begrudgingly. So, you know what I mean? I'm like, never mind. I'll go on a girl's trip. That's on my bucket list, I guess. How many countries have you been to? 
we know how I am with geography. <laughs> uh, don't know. I, I guess. Know. Listen, I'm going to tell you guys, like, I don't know. Seven. Okay. We'll take it. Seven. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I'll try to actually think about it later. The Bahamas is not a country, right? It's part of the U.S.? No, it, no it's its own country because they have their own passports. I think so. What's uh, a part Puerto of Rico? Puerto is, Rico is part of the United States. It's part of the United yeah. States. I knew there was, there's one over there. Yeah, Puerto Rico. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah. And Virgin Islands, but. Yes. Okay, yeah. I've also been to the BVIs, but the yeah, BVIs not are British Virgin Islands. Yeah, Who fucking knows? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, whatever. Real confusing. I'll have to figure it out. What are you most excited about in the near future? This podcast. Like, genuinely, I'm so fucking excited. I'm not just saying that for, like, self-promotion and, and whatever. Like, I, I have so many ideas, plans, like live shows merch like signing with this network has just made me so excited for the future and just like ads and like everything to do with it like having more guests on i'm just i'm even excited for the moments where i like am crying to producer courtney being like i fucked that up i did not do that right or like i don't know who to get on here i don't have enough guests like i'm ex- even excited for the shitty moments so that's when you know that like you're really excited about something because whatever happens with this podcast i'm just so excited for what are you most grateful for my friends like my like I have such good fucking friends and not everyone does and you realize that the older you get that like fuck I'm so lucky like I'm really lucky and I'm also I more and more the older I get too I'm like really I'm really thankful for my health you realize like how actually even rare it is to just not even have fucking IBS like I might have that I don't know but like I just like there are people, you know, I had Jenica Thompson on this podcast. who talked about like on her YouTube page, like the people that suffer in silence, like silent diseases, invisible diseases. Like my health is, is good. And you, you don't realize how much you're thankful for that until you really realize that like a lot of people aren't as lucky as you with, with just literal general health, like just not what you look like, not anything aesthetically pleasing, just like your fucking health. And so I'm really thankful for my health. Mm-hmm. And the last question, what do you want to be like known or remembered for? Making people smile or laugh. Ew, I almost cried. That is so weird, <laughs> I swear. I don't, like, I don't know if it's the rosé. I haven't been drinking that much lately. But I literally almost just formed a little tear. Like I actually, well, also I'm one of those weirdos that like uh, thinks about her, like her self dying, which is for sure a trait of narcissism somehow. But like I think about myself dying and I'm always like, oh, I really hope people are like, she always made people laugh or smile. So if i shall go out i hope it made you guys smile well that's it you've answered okay. all the questions did you guys get to know me be honest was that anything exciting that you didn't know i need to learn about my countries and i feel like i learned a little bit about myself honestly um i am also while this comes out i'm currently in south africa i just i simply i do not know what to expect stay tuned can't wait bye <laughs>